Yeah, I mean, like, I've only watched the episode once when it was live, and then I've definitely read some things, watched some things. Like, I've been... It's, it's tough because I want to have, like, my a, a pulse on, like, what the Survivor community, like, feels about this. Spoiler alert, they're not thrilled. Um, but I also want to be able to have, like, my own independent thoughts. It's a, there's a fine line. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed and confused because I feel like it, it's just a whole thing. Okay, so I feel like when Erica won over Xander, it was like such an uproar. Like the Xander stands were wiling out. And now it's like, the opposite situation where a white man won and now like people are supporting Cassidy who is a white woman but also then at the same time it's like you shared that um like progression of stories where a lot of women play a very similar game to Gabler and they get annihilated at final tribal and end up with zero votes versus he, a man, wins. So it's like very much like tied up into race, gender. Like it's my mind is just blown and I just don't even know. And also I'm just mad at the editing. I'm mad at the editing. Yeah. And and I want to continue this conversation, but real quick, I will introduce ourselves. Welcome <laughs> title sorry, sorry, so, I'm sorry. I just like I've been I we No, we've been chomping at the bit to discuss. We've like we watched on Wednesday. I rewatched on Thursday. We were gonna record Thursday night, and I was kind of just like, I'm a little tired, and I also still don't know how I feel. I thought maybe by Saturday I would like be more clear on it, but I'm not. I'm still confused. So yes, in- introduce us, please. Yeah, welcome to Idol Chatter. We are a Survivor fan podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Ashley. And we're here to break down the season 43 finale. If you're a new listener, like you just caught buzz because of the finale. Um, welcome. Glad you're here. We have, we've been recapping Survivor since season 40. So this was our fourth live season. And then in the off season, which was definitely extended due to COVID, we've watched quite a few of the old seasons. So there's definitely a lot to dig into and explore if you would like. Uh, the nature of our show is that it's called Idle Chatter. We are very chatty. It's it's going to be loops and winds and turns. Like I'm picturing the game shoots and ladders. Like that's kind of how this podcast tends to go. I'm picturing the maze. Sometimes they have it final like four or five where you have to go to like five different stations. And then yeah. like sometimes you have to like crawl across like a web, you know, you know, just so many different directions. Station one is Real Housewives. Station two is uh, Bachelor Nation. Station three is other stuff. You you get the idea. Um, Whatever we want okay, to talk but- about, really. I just have to say I have a kitten and I just put him in quote unquote jail, which is my bedroom where he has a litter box, food, water, toys, and he's not happy about it. And I can hear him thrashing around in there. So... Hopefully he's okay. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, if you hear anything, I don't it's think I don't, I don't think anyone can hear it, but I can hear it and I'm rolling my eyes because I just spent like $45 at the pet store yeah. on him today trying to entertain him and still not enough. <laughs> but to go back to what you were saying, yeah, like when you were saying how like basically there's been women, white women in particular who've played a similar Gabler game. You know, where they were, well, not, okay, listen, I think it's like there's two separate things. One, there's the game, and then there's the final tribal presentation, which is part of the game, but also kind of stands alone. I, I truly think that it wasn't so much Gabler's game as it was his presentation, Mm -hmm. and also not just his presentation, but Cassidy and Owens as well, and like... I and I wanted I definitely 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 want to talk about Jesse like I want to get into that I want to get into Carla like we will we'll unpack all of it but I think 
the the most interesting part it seems to me and also it seems like to you from that little you know rant you just did is unpacking the psychology of why we as fans as a community react the way we do to particular winners and then i think also it's like ever since season 41 the edit has been it's been a little bit of a surprise. Like you don't necessarily see it coming. It's just that I, I just don't know what to make of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I'm not I'm not thrilled, but like like anybody else, and I th- I think it's just like you want to see, and this this we've debated this since the beginning of time that we've had this podcast, but. What is a good game? And is it a good game if you do not get to the final? Is it like Jesse, an iconic, wonderful survivor player? No question about that. But he did not get to final tribal. And I, I think there's things he could have done to secure his place a little bit more. We can get into that. But, you know, it, it's 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 kind of like it makes me think a lot about um, one of our favorite winners, Michelle Fitzgerald. And, you know, she talked about this in Winners at War about how she got a lot of flack for like not, quote, deserving her win. But and then she was like talking about Tony and he's like, if you won, you deserved your win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you did something right to get that win. So, you know, it's it's like tricky where it's like. I don't know, but I just, there's, there's a lot of ways we could go. Yeah, there's, like, so many things about it. Like, I guess, like, should we get into not, like, we're not doing, like, a firm recap, but, like, I guess, like, should we get into the progression or, like, are we just sharing our thoughts? Like, should we share them as it goes on? Because I do not have any notes. Maybe I'll re- No, same, same. Honest. Let's just share Let's just share our hot takes. But to that point, though, let's talk about not just the Gabler, but what happens with Jesse and Carla and the advantage, which was – um, you know, the very last day they get, not the very last day, but they get an advantage f- to help them with the last, the, at, when there's five of them, the immunity challenge. Right. Yeah. And Owen almost finds it, but then Carla snatches it out from under him. And I mean, it was like an okay advantage. It was right. Like she got like 10 pieces to start with for the challenge. Yeah. I mean, didn't help much. <laughs> it did not help much. And Owen one correct like yeah. he had the necklace so owen wins um by the way like the next owen is like a terrible sport but whatever so am yeah. i i say that as the worst sport um owen wins and so it kind of feels like okay well Jesse or Carla are are both on the chopping block because they are the biggest threats right now. And we know that Jesse has an idol yes. that's going to guarantee that he will make it to final four. But it's kind of understood that if he makes it to final four, he is going to have to make fire because he is a huge threat. So something that I read that I thought was really astute, and this is from, you know, our Survivor Bible Entertainment Weekly the Dalton Ross recap. Um, his point of view was that he, when if, in order to play a really good game, you have to figure out the scenario that would let you go from four to three in the event of not winning immunity. And basically, like his thoughts, I don't want to plagiarize, but I agree with them. His thoughts were Jesse should have campaigned for getting rid of Cassidy and keeping Carla because mm-hmm. one, that gives him a better chance to win immunity because Cassidy has won a decent amount of immunities. And if that was who was left, him and Carla. Who's the bigger Owen, threat? And Owen or Gabler, like, is wins the immunity. Like, they probably put Jesse and Carla in fire making mm-hmm. because somebody needs to go. And Jesse probably has a better shot winning against Carla than Gabler. So, you know what I mean? And I thought that was, like, super astute. And so, like, Jesse basically could have played his idol to save Carla, sent home Cass, if he wanted to. Maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't know if they were going to vote for him. But 100%, they definitely should have taken out 
Cassidy or hey, maybe even fucking Gabler at this point. You know what I mean? He ends up winning. So leave Carla in for the final four. Because also, if Carla makes it to the end, I feel like she did set herself up to be slightly unlikable towards the end. Yeah. I really do like her and I respect I do respect a lot of her game. But towards the end with her threats and stuff, I feel like say Cassidy was on that jury, she'd be like, oh, well, Carla, you literally threatened me. Like Cassidy could have explained to everyone what was going on. I that that's a very good point. Well, also, I think that was another weird moment in Final Tribal when they're, they somebody asked them to share like all of their regrets. And Cassidy said that she really regretted her last conversation with Carla. And that just, I mean, I guess it's very possible that there was more to it that we didn't see. But I don't think she had anything to feel bad about because that really just looked bad on Carla. Like, yeah, Carla threatened her and said, like, I'll turn the jury against you. And Cassidy literally said, good talk. Like, I think maybe she just regrets that it got to the point that it did where it became, you know, more antagonistic and like more animosity. I, I think maybe that's more where she's coming from, but it didn't. I, I don't know. It's just like the the final, like, the thing is, is like, did Gabler tell a good story? Did he like, pos- like, share his moves in a way that was compelling? Yes, absolutely. But I think it was more so like him being next to. First of all, I feel like Owen went into Final Tribal knowing he didn't have a shot. Like, yeah. I I just and I I've always liked an underdog story, but it didn't feel like his underdog story was like oh, he was an underdog and then he made this move to stay in. He made that move to stay in or he just kept winning immunity. It was like, it it just wasn't a strong, strong enough narrative. And I feel like he knew that. Like, I feel like he, yeah. so, and, and so. Well, even at the end, like in the reading, he's like, you know, I failed at Survivor. And everyone was like, you didn't fail. We all failed. Everyone except for Gabler. Was it Jeff or somebody else who said there's a difference between failing and losing? I can't remember who said it. And I was like, huh, that, that's a really interesting way to look at it. That really is. Um, but I, I definitely thought going to the final tribal, I thought, okay, Cassidy has this in the bag. I truly did. I think, and you know, there's also a lot of talk, um, you know, I've seen about how like the jury, when they're at Ponderosa, like they may ha- all be, they all might be talking. They might know who they want going into it. And they're crafting their questions and narrative to get to that point. Um, that's why I like, so there's all, again, not to like keep jumping and jumping, but there's also been a lot of talk about like, oh my God, bring back the live reunion. And I think Jeff said something like, oh, but like when you have the conversation after, like it's so raw and like people are just so honest. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe give them like a little bit of a buffer. And maybe I think they'll... Owen even said something. I can't remember if I saw this. Sorry, excuse me. On like Twitter or like in an article, Owen was kind of like, give me a second to process. Like, I think Owen yeah. even said something like that. So, I mean, I guess like we don't need to like get down to the nitty gritty. Because I feel like it's it's a two hour episode plus a reunion. I feel like we can't do a play by play. We really just need to discuss our thoughts and like. How have you felt going on Twitter, which you know I'm not on Twitter that much, but I, I I was. Apparently, people were, like, really attacking Carla. Interesting. I didn't. I honestly, I've taken, a, since the Elon Musk of it all, I've, I've really taken a step back from Twitter. But I don't know. tell me, tell I me feel, more. I feel like perhaps I saw this somewhere else and then, like, Oh, no, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. So people are, like, really attacking Carla and saying, like, you poisoned the jury against Cassidy and stuff and, like, making, like, personal attacks against her. And that's why it's overwhelming. I want to be like, oh, I didn't really like how Carla finished her game. But also, like, it's a fucking game. Leave her alone. It seems like people are, like, really coming after Jesse, too. Really? Why? I don't know. What did he do? I just saw a thread of just, like, people. I think it's more of just, like, a commentary on people just bullying, like, 
cat like the castmates in general. Um, but it's yeah, so it's like a compilation of like Carla and Jesse like hateful comments, which is like not okay. That's like really sick, and I don't understand why people are the worst. I just like the only people I want to like bully are like Jeff Varner and like Dan from season thirty nine. You know, like I don't. It's a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's gross out there. That's why I feel um, like I haven't been excited to record our episode because it's not like the speculation and stuff and like leading up to it and watching it like the last two episodes before the finale were so fun, like wondering what was going to happen. But I feel like the social media of it all is kind of like ruining it. I also just think it's like I'm interested in talking about why things happen and like how like breaking down how we felt about them but like to debate like oh you didn't deserve this you deserved that it's like if they got it then that that then they they did you know what I mean like well and just I don't know I I think honestly I hear friend of the show friend in our lives Brian's voice in my head being like oh well you guys don't like Cassidy you don't like her like blah blah you don't support women and we're he's joking because obviously we support women yeah 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 it's like while I'm watching it the edit is telling me that out of Carla and Cassidy like Carla is playing that stronger game and then so I'm like out of the two of them I'm rooting for Carla so that's why like the Mm -hmm. whole time I wasn't like oh yeah Cassidy like I didn't have my eye on her because I had my eye on Carla yeah, and another um I forget where I read this or saw this, but I think the one um the one nugget from Final Tribal that really worked against Cassidy was when somebody asked them to pinpoint when they were in control of a vote. And Gabler had a really great concrete example of the vote against Ellie that he got Ellie out after she went through his bag. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. He really planted that seed of doubt with people. And then Cassidy, who was it that she said that she spearheaded getting out? But then Gabler was like, no, 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 that was me and Cody. That was ride or die alliance. Yeah. I, I can't, like that was our, that was already decided before we brought it to you. I can't, I can't remember exactly, but here's the thing. I've seen a lot of people saying, why are you talking about ride or die? We don't even know what that is. But clearly it was probably discussed a lot, but the edit didn't, the edit just is very confusing this season. And I feel like the reason everyone is kind of so much in a tizzy is they have this footage. They can do what they want with it. They very much set us up for disappointment if Jesse or Carla or Cody didn't win. Yes, and I think also the thing the thing with the edit, and I saw – this was a tweet that I saw, and it was like, this result never would have happened if this was 39 days. Mm-hmm. And I also think that that is – the same goes for the edit. The edit would be different if there was more breathing room, if there was – well, actually, I guess it, it would be you, – you would think it would be the opposite. Like, because there's 39 days, you have more content to fit into – the episodes, the more but stuff it to almost, play with. You almost need like breathing room to give to see like what sticks. It almost feels like maybe. And look, I don't know. We're 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 not. We're just speculating here. This is just my perception, but it almost seems like the editors don't necessarily like. They're just kind of throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like they don't have like it's. It's too sh- too much and too short of a time period for them to get their head around how to craft a narrative that doesn't give too much away, but doesn't make you feel hoodwinked. They've been doing this for so many years, though. I mean, not the individuals, but I'm saying, like, production in general. Here's the thing I don't quite understand. It's like... But they've only been doing this for three seasons with the this, this shorter time span. Yeah, but I just think it's like... I feel like they're trying to craft it for us to feel a certain way episode by 
episode maybe or like you're they're not thinking of the end result like you know who wins at the end you know that well this Why is how i think you I think you want to feel as a viewer, at least this is true for me, you want to feel one or two ways when somebody wins. You want to be like, oh my God, Ashley's going to win. Ashley's going to win. But then you want to, you want something to happen where you're like, oh my God, oh my God, she might not do it. She might not do it. Oh my God. Whew, that was a close one. Or, or you want to be like, you know what? Not my favorite. Didn't love it. But that makes sense. I just feel like with Owen, Gabler, and Cassidy, there was, for a lot of people, there was no clear, oh, you know what? If it wasn't Jesse or Carla, it's them. For a lot of people. Right. Like, what they showed of Cassidy. Because clearly, though, I saw something like, oh, well, interesting. Jesse, the whole time, was like, Cass- Cassidy's super social and super strategic. Je- they, You know, we see Jesse saying that, but... I feel like from the edit, we don't necessarily like feel that from Cassidy. We kind of see mm-hmm. her as Carla's sidekick. She doesn't ever get like a mastermind moment, yeah. in my opinion. So mm-hmm. I just feel like the edit kind of set everyone up for disappointment. Well, so then this goes back to wh- where I started with like her not, so her ride or die being like, no, 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 that was our move. And I was reading this somewhere and it was like, you know what? Like there is never one person. Um, that there's never one person calling who gets voted out. Like, yes, you can have somebody who's like the driver, but like, you know, it's just like hard to hang your hat on something like that. I don't know. I, I think I, I, I just, I, and I think when that conversation happened, like Carla or Carla Cassidy, here's what I think she should have said. And again, I'm regurgitating a lot of this that I've, read and digested and decided I agree with. The thing that she should have said for that answer is that she she controlled the most important vote, which was winning, which was helping helping decide to get rid of Carla and then sending Jesse to fire to get him out because if either of those people were there, they would win. She wouldn't be. She yeah. wouldn't be, and they would win. So I don't know why she was, like, digging back into the archives for, like, a forgettable move that apparently she wasn't even, like, the driving force behind also, when she could have po- pointed to more recent stuff. I think it actually is kind of frustrating, too, because think about, have you ever in your life at work or just, like, with a friend where something comes up later in life, like, you know, when you said this, it really made an impact on me. Or like, after like at work, like, oh, you mentioned you started doing this and I started doing it and I saw great results. Like, it just, some people like look at things in Final Tribal and they spin it like that was their intention the whole time. And sometimes it just worked out that way. Like Cassidy probably had a lot more impact than she might have been able to speak to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I also... Something that I don't like that they... By they, I mean the jury. There was more than one comment or question about, like, well, why didn't you go up against Jesse to make fire? <clears throat> and, you know, she had to defend herself with, like, I earned this necklace. Why would I do that? And I thought that was more than fair. Fire needs to fuck all the way off. I'm so tired of the making fire at Final Four. It's predictable. We know it's coming. And it's like, I, I don't know. I just. We said we said this last week. Um, you know, whatever happened to a final two? Like, I, I think there is something, something to be said. You know, I think what Survivor is trying to do is fix the issue that if you play too good of a game you get taken out solely because you are a target. And it's like by introducing fire, somebody like Jesse, who was such a favorite, played a great game. Like he does still have a little bit of room to maneuver and put fate in his own hands. But it's not, there's something that I, I like the intention, but it is not. Maybe like, why does it have to be fire? Like what if someone is like, 
amazing at making like what if it's like a random kind of thing like you go to a duel like not like not 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 i challenge not you you know it's not like jesse slapping gabler with his glove and saying i challenge you to a duel with a palm frond yes (laughs) yeah i challenge you to a duel one of the funniest tweets I saw and I, I said, or maybe Brian sent it to me or I sent it to Brian, but it was, it was like a flashback to, and I forgot all about this scene, but the time when, when Gabler was covering people with palm fronds in the night, thinking that he was like covering them up, but they were, he was just waking them up. And it was like, tweet was like, this is the guy that won. <laughs> the one I, do you remember the one that I sent to you and Brian, it was like Josh Wiggler is the person on Twitter. I do not know what a Gabler is and I will not respond to it. Yeah. Oh my God. By the way, the thing that I, the, the person whose hot take I posted, um, their, their name is Pat Regan. Their, um, handle is Pat Regs, like R E E G S. So it's so funny because I followed that person on my own account and, I, like somebody shared something that they posted that I thought was funny and there was actually survivor related or just life related. It was like a note, a funny note that was 2023 resolutions. And it was just like there. So there are comedy. So there are comedy writer for the show hacks, which we love. Oh. Um, yeah, we love. And so, um, I, so first, first I, this is, and nobody needs to understand like the psychology of why I follow who I follow, but I see somebody share this note and it's, it's, it's like serious, but also a joke, like write in a, like write an amazing new joke that affects policy on every level. Get my ass to space, create lasting friendships with two to three new famous people. Uh, Take someone down for good. Pivot to memes. And then the last item is get on Survivor and say, Jeff, I'm not here to win. I'm here to have fun, make friends, and be on vacation. Also, I don't want to get wet. Um, (laughs) And I was like, that's really funny. I go to their page. I'm like, oh, you're a comedian and a writer for hacks. Like, let me follow. Yeah. And then that was like, and then when they shared like their Survivor hot takes, I was like, oh, I am now a stan because like hacks survivor venn diagram i just love when people that like not that i think i need to like justify or defend like my love for survivor it is an objectively phenomenal show it's been on for 43 seasons duh um but i do like when somebody who like i i take so much pride in the moment that mike freaking white is happening and i'm like y'all know he was on survivor right oh my god oh seriously you want to the white lotus of it all like i it's so like white lotus season one like people are like oh yeah white lotus this season is exploding and people are like oh yes the creator of the white lotus mike white did you know he was on survivor and i'm like fuck yeah i did and he was on the amazing race twice with his dad and i know all about him and i i know i feel the same way i'm like yeah, I, I, I know Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, me and Mike, we go way back. I was yeah. actually thinking maybe we should watch his season. I would love nothing more. That's one of my favorite seasons ever. It's done. We're doing it. I, I David versus Goliath is phenomenal television. Yeah. It's okay. not even the Nick, not, not even the Nick Wilson of it all, but there's the Christian. There is the Angelina. Mm-hmm. The it's, Kara, it's a great. The Dan, it's a great. The Dan oh cop slash uh, romance novel cover model slash kind of like a little bit of a pervert on social media. Yeah, he's. We don't. We don't have our values are not aligned. Yeah, but um, I mean, not that we're not like you know, like yeah, say whatever you want, but I don't know. It just feels a little eh. Um. Where were we? Where were we? Oh, but yeah, no, with it, with this guy. So like, anyway, yes, I feel very validated when people that I think are very smart and funny and also famous, like are advocating for Survivor being a great show because it, man, where were we? This is, this is oh, what we, we're talking about. We, we just, oh yeah. We were talking about like, oh, you follow this person because they like yeah. Survivor. And I was thinking the same thing. Like, so I listened to this podcast and like guys, I don't listen to podcasts like that often at home. Like I mostly listen when I drive. And one of my favorite ones is called Let's Go to Court. And it's just like two friends that were like really good friends in high school, kind of kind of like you and I, where they talk mm-hmm. about court cases. And then one time 
one of them was talking about Survivor and then the other started binging old seasons of Survivor and I was like like it, I, I just love to see it mm-hmm. it's so fun so yeah I mean it's it's just like and it's funny because you were a little bit behind in watching the episode but like I'm texting Brian live and we're just like I think it was about a quarter of the way through tribal, it felt pretty obvious. And we were just like, oh my, it's, is Gabler going to win? And like Matt and I are just watching it like speechless, just like our mouth, just like hanging open. Like, oh, is this actually happening? For me, it just, I just really like think back to the edit because for weeks I've been saying like, they've, they have, I guess, low key, been showing some like good Gabler moments like in certain ways like him say like I don't know when he goes to Carlin is like oh Jesse and Cody are dangerous like this this and this like and he's like I'm doing this on purpose I'm laying low so I guess that's the edit's way of doing it so I guess I wasn't surprised but it just makes me want, I don't know, it just makes me wonder, like, why didn't Cassidy win? Because Cassidy really probably did play a better game. Yeah. I don't think we necessarily saw it. I guess I kind of saw, like, oh, Carla was the driving force. But that's not necessarily true. Like, sometimes, like, who outlasted? Who pulled back? I did not like Carla's actions in the end. And I think this is also something that you lose from not having a studio reunion because i i think jeff did ask something along the lines of like jury are you surprised but it's like i miss the reunion days where jeff was like show of hands if cassidy did x who yes. would have voted for her you know what i mean like the and i, I feel like a lot of the like wrap up champagne and pizza convo was really centered around gabler's donating the prize money and then jesse like i feel like that's kind of really all that we got and also maybe like unpacking some of owen's insecurities um let's there, talk about that we need time to like room yeah like everyone needs time to ruminate on it yeah i i thought i thought i i really do think it was like so funny like i d- like Cassidy eating the the pizza and champagne was really funny. There's also an Entertainment Weekly article, which I didn't read, but somebody did tell me about it, that apparently like after um, Final Tribal, I'll pull it up right now. After the Final Tribal, when they all go back to Ponderosa, Cassidy like takes a shower, like, you know, eat something, like, like gets herself together and she comes out of the shower and basically has a panic attack because she's like, holy shit. Like I really thought that I was going to win. Like that is how strongly she thought that she was. It's going. like, it's very real, like being undervalued in your opinions yeah. and like things not mattering as a woman. So yeah. that's like very real. I just think like, not you know not to blame the edit but you know us week to week we were like oh like Mm -hmm. oh cassidy like whatever i just didn't really like see it but i feel like we said that about we probably said that about erica like a lot in the beginning yeah and then at the end you know Mm -hmm. let me read some excerpts from this interview because I think it'll it'll be really helpful again this is entertainment weekly um it's Cassidy's interview so the question is um she said something previously about like let's see um that she said I think so she initially said I I think that I felt like people were really open to Giebler's answers and really supportive of what he was saying and just smiling uh, and it seems like it didn't really matter what I said. Like they already had their minds made up. So then the interviewer asks, it's interesting you mentioned noticing the smiling and laughing when Gabler was talking because I noticed the same thing. I was like, oh my God, this feels like Tony in Winners at War. Every time he was talking, the jury was eating it up. And I saw that with Gabler and it really surprised me. I was like, wow, he has them. I didn't realize that was going to be the case. Cassidy says, 
Yeah. And it was crazy because I remember me and Owen looking at each other because he was talking a lot. It almost felt to a point like he was rambling. He would just talk and talk and talk and talk and was taking up so much of the time that Jeff had to even stop him for a second. And so me and Owen were thinking, oh man, he might be digging his grave even further because to me, he would just say a lot of stuff. And I just didn't feel like a lot of it was like, but they were really just eating it up. And I was just surprised. I feel like they had already made up their decision before they even came into final tribal. I don't know if it's true or not, but it felt like I was fighting against the tide that was already turning. Interviewer says, the thing I don't like about the concept of the fire making competition is the winner of the final immunity challenge now not only gives someone else an opportunity to boost their resume by winning fire, but the challenge winner can also be punished by the jury for not giving up their immunity to compete in fire, Why which I think is absurd. Would, sorry. <laughs> Why would they do that? Yeah. What's the um, point of winning? So that they say, do you think this jury held that against you? Because we saw Noah ask you about it. She said, a hundred percent. That was definitely held against me, which it was just offensive, honestly, because I earned that last challenge. That was a crazy amount of pressure to work under and the biggest immunity of the season. And I was so proud of myself. I didn't feel like it was fair to basically say, you have to give this up or you're not getting my vote. You have to risk it. Wait, I think question. they were just upset. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Who in the past did give it up? The person who gave it up was what's-his-face. Chris the guy Underwood? Who, yeah, Chris Underwood. And that's the only thing and, that made him win. Like, are we really, no, like... No, somebody somebody else gave it up, too, I think. Um, and, and I think with the, the Chris Underwood one was so... I think it was just Chris Underwood and he really had to because he did nothing else because he was at edge of extinction or whatever. I just he feel like, no okay, like honestly, we all go to the casino. We all put down a 50 on the blackjack table sometimes if we don't have it. I mean, now I have it, but not like I'm rich or anything, but I'm saying like back in the day, like, <laughs> like, oh, this is a big risk, but it's like, it's fine. Like that's all mm -hmm. he had. And now that's a precedent. Yeah. Now that's a precedent, you have to give it up. Something you really earned, you have to give up. I feel like somebody else did it too, but I, I can't find that with a quick edit or a quick Google. Okay. So Cassidy goes on to say, I think that they were just upset that Jesse got out and that I was a big part of the reason why he got out because I made that decision. Because I think they all had their minds made up for Jesse to win, which I don't blame them. He was playing an incredible game. But once he was gone, I think they were just looking at me like, you're the reason and you should have done this and that. And just trying to undermine my win and the fact that I got to make the decision to put Gabler in. Obviously, Gabler made the fire, but I was a huge part in getting the biggest threat out of the game. And it hurt that they really felt like I had played such a bad game that I needed to Chris Underwood it, who wasn't even playing. <laughs> um, he wasn't even in the game. So I just felt like that it was unfair to hold that against me and to expect that of me. Because if I had done that, how many people would be like this idiot, especially if I went out and lost because I wasn't that confident in my fire making ability. And if I had lost that, I never would have lived it down. Okay, the next question. I've talked to people like Mike Turner and Xander from recent seasons who went through this. How hard is it to go through all the emotions of that final tribal council, not have it go the way you hoped, and then have to sit there for champagne toast and after show? That has to be a mental and emotional whiplash. Cassidy says, oh my gosh, yeah, I think that was truly one of the hardest things to have to go through because truly I really felt confident I could win this. And for a lot of the game, I wasn't sure I was going to be capable of that. And so whenever it was right there in front of me, I really felt like I had played the best game considering who I was sitting next to, having to lose, and then going through this whole like, oh, we're happy, we're eating, we're drinking. I honestly drank way too much champagne just trying to deal with the shock, the pain, and the loss of it. And then the next day, I remember I was at Ponderosa, I had a really bad panic attack because it was just so much to go through within 24 hours, and there really was no time to process it no time to process. And so it was difficult. I wish that we had time to be able to come back and come together and discuss it, but it is what it is. I feel like one thing I am glad that Cassidy has a lot of the internet support now. Yeah. I'm sure it's been like a rough, like God, how many months, right? Like mm -hmm. when do they film like May to June or something? Sure. So, she's probably been like it's probably felt really good for her every week like seeing like on reddit i guess there's like that 
thing called Ejic or something where they mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like rank people and she's been so high to be the winner and like all of the outpouring of support that she's had so like I'm hoping that like is comforting to her like and I, I saw another tweet that was like oh Cassie actually is the richest one you know she made the most money because I guess you know Gabler's, yeah that was really funny too yeah like Gabler's donating the money so she you know as second place is making the second most money and taking home the most so yeah i kind of feel like a dick that i was just like oh what's cassidy doing you know but i'm i'm just like really like i i guess i feel kind of like duped by the by the editors and stuff like by the by production yeah i just feel a little, I, agree. I feel a little duped because they they really just set it up like we were only rooting for Jesse or Carla. Mm-hmm. Or co- honestly, well, I I actually like as we were going into it, like and seeing Cody again after he got voted out, like seeing him on the jury, I actually was like really like kind of mourning Cody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you felt, but I I feel like Cody like and I really liked Sammy a lot of the time, but Cody for me was I was like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm reading um, Carla's exit interview, and there's this one question that I find interesting is the they, they ask her, um, is it true that during Live Tribal, you were trying to convince people that Jesse's idol was fake? And she said, where'd you hear this? And they said, I've got my sources. And she goes, I did. Because listen, I looked at it, and I thought that there was a bead missing. And I was like, wait, his idol is fake. So I went up to Gabler. We didn't see any of this. Yeah. Um, I went up to Gabler, then I went up to Cass, and I was like, let's turn the vote on him. But obviously, they were all, like, tattled. Um, they literally all tattled and went straight to Jesse, and they were like, Carla's saying that your idol is fake, and Jesse yeah. was like, oh, well, screw that. I um, saw that, because so I, th- I think Jesse did say, oh, let me talk to Gabler, and then Cassidy went over to the conversation. Like, we didn't hear what they were saying, but yeah. Jesse and Carla talked, and then Jesse was like, let me talk to Gabler. He did. And then mm-hmm. Cass was involved. And I, Carla was sitting there and she was like, oh shit, oh shit. And then she like walked over. But interesting, we were saying, I guess not last week, but two weeks ago, we haven't had a live tribal yet this, this season. And we did. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, I am, surf- I am. I it wasn't know. live, it, li- you know, it wasn't live like some have been. But yeah, interesting because we were like, "Oh, are they banned?" It was just so hard to see Jesse go home. It was it was very emotional. It was it was like upsetting to see him so upset. Yeah, I feel like everyone's upset. You know, I guess like any single person, any I understand like anyone wanting to win. If I know someone is well off and they cry or something, mm-hmm. I'll be like, that doesn't sit right. But like any, even any single like middle class person, like, you know, like anyone where this amount of money would really significantly impact their life and they're upset. Like, I feel that. Yeah. Um, I I think like something I did actually love um in the in the um pizza segment I don't know what to call that Mm -hmm. um was Jesse saying about how like he's not a super social person like he has his small group of like his wife and his kids and he doesn't think that like people like him so the fact that like he made it this far by playing a social game and people loving that like and him realizing that like people do like me i i really really loved that yeah no that was definitely sweet yeah did you see i saw someone called gabler mag gabler like mega and i like i didn't get a chance to dive so i didn't i didn't and i i almost like don't want to (sighs) i mean i it, it is what it is honestly if he does donate the money though like two veterans in need 
at least that's something you know what I mean like yeah I well let's let's talk about that a little bit and I and I did see I think one of the tweets um that I, I did like was like you know, like maybe maybe it should be up to the U.S. government to take care of veterans and not a winner of mm-hmm. CBS's Survivor. Totally true. Same can be said for a lot of things. Um, it it almost did surprise me that it was the first time it's been done that it was like a history making thing. I feel like I almost feel like Jeff was probably like pissed in a way because it's like oh wow you're like kind of stealing my thunder in this moment yeah um I think it made a lot of sense that he didn't share it during final tribal I think he would have shot himself in the foot um had he played that card and yeah I mean like like good for him I think it's a very admirable thing to do um that's that's great I am kind of surprised maybe like CBS didn't match it but we're gonna do maybe they I mean, who knows? Like, wait, have we got gotten confirmation of the donation? I don't think so. Like, did the payout happen yet? Because, like, I would hope CBS would, like, at least do something. Hmm. Because, you know, as much as I am kind of a pacifist, I feel mm-hmm. like veterans 100% need support. I mean, it probably wasn't allowed to donate it until publicly now yeah Yeah. because like then that could have trickled out so i'm sure like it it will be coming i mean do you remember though like okay so you know like last season of real housewives diana said she was like donating like such and such amount to like the victims of lion air like erica's husband's whatever and it she didn't apparently yeah i i did see that so it's like Hopefully, like, he puts his money where his mouth is. Totally agree. I don't know that I have that much else to say about it. Um, We're going to process a little bit more and then come back with another episode. Let us know how you feel. I think it's like, I, I, I just think after we didn't have Survivor for over a year, during peak COVID, I'm grateful for any Survivor season. I do think this one maybe fell a little bit flat for me. And I think for the same reasons that like, yeah, you saw, um, you know, Cassidy and Carla beef a little bit. Like, yes, you saw Gabler and Ellie have drama. And I like that we are in a way improving that's as a society in like being more kind to each other, but you do, I do miss some of the drama. I think all these people were very, very nice. And like you even saw Janine like apologize to Gabler during final tribal for going through his bag. And like, I'm not saying I didn't want her to apologize, but like, I don't know. It's like, you miss some of those iconic like moments, like where you know a, a, a juror is bitter and is like holding somebody accountable for what they did not just like you know I like I'm glad when people can be like I understand it's the game you did what you had to do but I don't know like it's just a little well, there, it yeah. just feels a little nice a little vanilla well I mean exactly like I feel like as a society like I feel like I'm so glad that we're like being more respectful and stuff mm-hmm. towards each other or try- some people are trying but it's kind of like you can be a little cutthroat in the game we can like we can applaud that because it is a game and that's the thing I feel like with the fandom but sorry I just my mind is just blown because it's like you know, and you know what else I think that we need to do to shake things up? I totally see the merit in them being like, we are not bringing back returning players for a while. I think it's time. I think we need mm. to do it because I think you you need to, I feel like almost when somebody plays for a second time, they have more to lose. You know what I mean? The stakes are higher because they're playing against other people who have already done it. And like in a way it levels the playing field. And I would love, I saw someone say like, I would love season 46 to be, or 46 or 47 to be all returning players from 41 
and onward. Like all, like, you know, the Ricards, the Highs, the Omars. The Shans. Yeah. Maybe an All-Stars. Yeah. Like from the, from the new era or even like some people from before, but like it actually would be nice to have like a new era, like all these new players, you know, like, yeah, like maybe we would see like a Noel. Maybe we would. I guess what I'm trying to say is that when by leveling the playing field is when you have something like all stars where like, you know, and, and yes, there's still bigger threats among a group of threats, but it's like in a season like this, Jesse and Carla stuck out like sore thumbs because they were playing at a harder, different level than everybody else. But when you have them not playing against Gablers or Cassidy's or Owens, but people like Shan or Hi or Ricard, that they're all big threats. So yeah. you're, it's, it, I think you're getting more gameplay you're getting more big moves you're more invested i feel like that's what we need and yeah. you know what we said like, things or, like this before and then it's happened so manifesting i am like deshaun yes deshaun danny was on uh the challenge all stars and stuff and like Love Danny, but he, I don't think he's super strategic, but like, yeah, a Shan, a Deshaun, Omar. Omar would be great. Yeah. 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 So I would love to see it. Um, I'm, I feel like I had one other thought. Oh, well, the season 44 preview, though. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that a little. Okay. Yam yam. The person oh, I, falling off the cliff. Yeah. Also, like, I I saw like some tweet or something that was like, oh, if like Yam Yam is not immediately your favorite player in season forty four, like I didn't know what you're doing in your life. Oh my god, that'd be great. Like he just seems like a breath of fresh air. He gives me he gives me Nasir vibes, like just like with enthusiasm and stuff. Like he just made yeah. me smile. Um. I do I do think that the 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 big the first footage of the person like falling off the mountain it gives me Heather Gay vibes with like this well you have damn it Ashley you're not caught up on Salt Lake City but do you know what's kind of going on I knew she's a black eye we don't know where she got it she got a, she has a black eye and they've been teasing it for no joke the past four to five episodes we still don't know oh okay maybe I'll happened. catch up maybe I'll catch up well I mean I don't think this is a spoiler because I don't know it to be true I'm fairly certain she did it to herself. Like she just like tripped and fell or something. You well, know what I mean? you know, coming, at, it's the anniversary. Like maybe five years ago, I went out like right before Christmas, and my parents had like a Christmas angel out on our front porch, and we were like going to our friend's house to after party. And I was like, oh, I have some beer at my house, like at my <laughs> parents' house, and I went in to grab the beer, and I tripped and I fell on a Christmas angel and gave myself a black eye. So been there but i feel like it's gonna be one of the situations where it's like hyped up but then it's actually not that big of a deal mine wasn't hyped up it like actually happened it was funny i believe that i believe that it was actually interesting because i had like it was like it wasn't like a full out black eye it was more like in the crease of my eye it was like maroon colored and i actually had like an eyeshadow palette with a very nice like red eyeshadow so i just like did that in the crease and then i I wore a santa hat for the little little bruise on my forehead i i I was i was young and silly as they say you you made it work yeah now i'm old and lame well if you have any other stray thoughts please feel free to to chime in um I think, like, I definitely want to, like, crowdsource opinions from our Survivor friends. Like, maybe do an app, Maybe, like, just discuss with them and then do a recap app. Because I, I still need some time, time to process. I need to, like, write it out. Like, I need to yes. write a thesis statement of how I feel. Like, I just don't feel like we have resolution. Not that that's what life is about. I'm also kind of, like, it is a show are we getting too invested in like what is a show who wins a show totally agree with you like that's what i'm kind of like does everything have to be so 
overthought like could it just be like the jury made their decision based on this like do i have to analyze it to death or like am i fucking angry like that this this or that happened you know what i i i I just i still have not processed Mm -hmm. yeah well what let's let's get into our it it feels weird to talk about luxury items after like yeah it just doesn't feel like there's closure i guess is the word um but let's talk about luxury items what else have you been into this week i just started watching last night wednesday on netflix Mm -hmm. have you seen it or no but i'm not really like an adam's family person i'm i'm not either like i don't watch the adam's family but it's actually like it's fun okay i'm i'm really liking it like there's like a slight mystery vibe i feel like you just can't take it like very seriously but i laugh like i'm i'm entertained i I, i'm into it did you watch riverdale at all yes i loved like the first two three seasons i only watched the first season maybe some of the second it it kind of reminds me of of that okay yeah no. i remember the first like few episodes of riverdale i was like i am all in on this no it, it it's like not like exactly the same but i'm saying like where you're kind of like i don't take this very seriously like yeah it's but i mean we all love harry potter and like it's like a sure, boarding sure school know. for people they call instead of muggles they there are normies they call them normies like people that are not like you know they don't say magic but they don't have alternate things it it's it's been delightful i'm on season or i'm on episode four of the season loving it nice i have kind of a random luxury item because all the things i've been watching I've already talked about, like, I'm still loving Potomac, um, caught up on Salt Lake City, uh, you know, watching Frozen with my child. We watched it again yesterday (laughs) morning. Um, but I, I just started something that I am excited about, which, like, I'd been putting off for a while, um. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's like this like clothing subscription called Newly. I've heard of it. And it's N-U-U-L-Y. like U U L Y. Yeah. And so I just got my first box. I ordered it. I want to say like Thursday and it already arrived. So like the, the thing that I'm wearing right now is from mm. there. Um, but yeah, I've just had a hard time like since having a baby, like replenishing my wardrobe to like fit my body. And it's not for lack of trying. I think it's just like the wardrobe you have you spend your you know not entire life but like you spend years building that and you kind of can't like rebuild in less than a year yeah so i thought i would try this and um i'm very i'm very excited it's a lot of fun how many pieces did you get how many did you like you get you get six a month i haven't and i don't even know if you can like keep them i don't know how that works oh you have to send them back I don't know. I think so. Um, I know. Okay. Someone, they got dresses for like a wedding or something for, I could, I am a slob. I destroy. You can buy it. You can buy it. Yeah. yeah. I destroy everything I own. So I can, I couldn't do that. I would have to buy it. Yeah. I, I think you, I'm sure, I'm sure they account for like some level of like wear and tear. Um, but no, 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 you, you can buy it. So that's, that's even more exciting what to me now that I know that. What brand is your, like, little zip-up you're wearing now? Half a zip. Addison, Addison Bay, <sighs> which um, a lot of the brands are, like, anthropology, mm-hmm. free people, like, those kind of, of brands. Um, I got, like, a free people sweater. I got a North Face zip-up. Like, you know how, like, you see outerwear and it's just, like, a little too crazy to actually buy? Like, yes. It's, like, weird colors that you're like that looks really cute and like i would love to wear that for like a day but i wouldn't love it to wear it every that day is fun. or even like fun coats like i didn't get one this time but i might next time you can get like a fun like a you know like a really trendy like checkered green coat you know like that you wouldn't want to buy speak okay which i don't like necessarily approve of fast fashion and cheap stuff mm-hmm. but for some reason i just felt 
the strong urge to buy like a pinafore like a plaid pinafore dress mm-hmm. like that you have oh. to wear like a long sleeve black like tee underneath or like a mm-hmm. mock neck and it's like kind of like almost like overalls but like with like a like a cute little like flowy skirt a pinafore dress if you will so i just ordered a plaid one and like an olive green one and a huh. black bodysuit to wear underneath and i'll wear them with like cute. little cute oh little... sorry I had, to, I had to google pinafore dress and that's like, cute i'm, I'm gonna wear them with little booties and like a headband hell yeah you are yeah so or like maybe um, not even just like cute little booties maybe kind of like lace up like booties mm-hmm. like a little more like 90s like grunge like not yeah. like grunge but you know yes, I mean. you can you can buy the stuff and it's they're all discounted too if you buy it so yes. and there's varying things but like this zip up that i'm wearing retails for 150 if i bought it it would be 112 so like it's not cheap you get six items a month it costs 88 dollars um per month um but I, that's the thing like i don't mind necessarily like sp- spending the money on something that's like good quality it's just finding the time to go shopping yeah you know and the other thing too is like two of the things that i got in this shipment i guess like we're brand new at tags yeah so i would almost like be more likely to buy something if it like this had brand new at tags so it's like yeah why not just keep it as brand new yeah and if you like it if it's good comfortable yeah. it's a good way to try things out yeah so that's my luxury item but yeah also loving potomac what can i say yeah reinventing lifestyle is definitely something i was thinking about because i go into my closet and like i feel like since i work from home like i'm always like super cash and like when i do want to go out i'm like i hate everything i own so that's how i feel too i i literally am just at a loss every time i have to get ready to go somewhere it just feels like such a chore and i end up just wearing like all black because yeah. i'm like it's a classic it, it never goes out of style true so true um yeah yeah so well, i mean anything also else. we love oh. sex lives of college girls i was about to say i was about to say yeah no i i love it i'm sad it's over i do okay i do think because I, I feel like maybe last season one i feel like all the episodes came out at once right Byron. I can't remember because I watched them all at once. I don't. So did I. I so will I don't say. remember if it was like a, a week by week drop. You know, I don't remember because I didn't watch it until it was all out. Same. And I, I that's that's where I'm going is I do think I enjoy it a little bit more as a binge and not two, 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 two. I'm happy to watch it. However, it's given administered to me. I actually um, feel like I was like so excited like i think yeah. that that tells me how much i like a show where i'm like i feel like week to week you and i were like i would be like oh did you watch sex lives yet and you're like oh no i didn't yet or you were like True. oh yeah just finishing it i'm like oh my god i forgot it came out today so excited so yeah i don't know but i feel like this season people were a little harsher on it and a little annoyed about like certain things but I don't know. I I thought it was good. I was riveted. I think maybe if I binged it, I might have been annoyed about some of the things people are annoyed about because it was week by week. I forgot about things that annoyed me the week before. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that makes it does make sense. Okay. Well, we will we'll talk in oh go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, did you see there's some show coming out on Netflix where I think it's like some kind I think it might be some kind of like mystery kind of thing where the story is different based on what order you watch it in. Like the the episodes are dropping and you can pick what order you watch them in and it like affects the story. I feel like it's like a choose your own adventure. That's interesting. I'm intrigued. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just thinking about like I was thinking about the whole like binging something versus watching it like week to week yeah versus you know the edit of survivor how Mm -hmm. we feel about the winner yes all right well 
that's season 43 and and like we mentioned we will we'll be back with a more hopefully nuanced hopefully maybe we'll found the closure we're looking for um hopefully bring some of our friends on to talk about it but we've really enjoyed you all being here for this season it's been a lot of fun to talk about we had we went to our first survivor watch party um yeah, oh i think now i think now we we can actually say remember we were all coy like yeah oh we couldn't yeah, yeah, say yeah. who okay so basically bryce and wendell told us we couldn't like spill the tea on who was there but it was Lindsay, james and mariah that -hmm. were there yeah it was fun good times good times i was afraid james was gonna get voted off that episode because um it was when geo got voted off and it was his it was the coco tribe and i was like oh my god i'll feel so bad for james if he's the one that goes but he he didn't he didn't Yeah. yeah their la party looked absolutely wild it was can you imagine stacked. it was fucking they stacked. had like a bazillion people there their dc one looked good too vetus and aris I... like girl i, I know. can't believe i can't believe all right well on that note thanks for heading out with us everybody thank you for listening um you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, at least for now. Um, Idle yeah. Chatter. Yeah, Idle Chatter Podcast on Instagram, Idle Chatter Pod on Twitter. And if we Oh, it- wait a minute. One wait, the yeah. one thing that was the, the one God, oh my God. <laughs> I just dropped my cat was sitting on my lap and I just dropped my phone on the table and it scared him. And then he jumped out and like scared me. Um <laughs> Wait, but I wanted to make fun of one more thing before we signed <laughs> off um, that I think was in the the text with you, me, and Brian was, uh, oh, survivorshoutout at gmail.com. I was dying because I was, like, looking back on our texts after because I wasn't watching I was like a little delayed live yeah yeah, and then I looked back and I was like oh is that just like Brian being funny and then the next day when I watched it and Jeff's like you know yeah if you have anything to say email like survivor gmail like really it's not at cbs.com Jeff like you're doing that badly money-wise that you can't afford a domain name are you kidding me like even at my one job we used gmail but it was still at our company's name and we used yep. gmail but like it's at yeah. gmail like yeah that's like very low budget to me i was i was stunned that's hilarious so um we have an, a, a gmail ourselves it is idle chatter podcast we are low gmail. budget com. yeah of course of unlike course, cbs so. <laughs> all right well but if we don't if we don't speak to all of you before the upcoming holidays we hope you have a happy holiday Uh uh-huh and happy new year all right bye everyone bye guys bye